0: We all ask ourselves, how am I going to become the person I want to be? It's three things. The vision in your mind, the feeling in your soul, and the movement of your body. It's your life. What's your purpose? This is The Healthy Grind. That's right. Welcome to The Healthy Grind, where we sit to educate our listeners on uh, living a a positive balance in their everyday life and fitness journey. Uh, We bring you real life coaching, client experiences, industry leaders and influencers, continuing education, upcoming events, and so much more. And today, I have the absolute pleasure sitting down with Alex Brown uh, from Fireborough Fight House, uh, which is affiliated with Anderson Silva's Killer Bees. Correct. Uh, we go back a long way, man, and uh, I'm so honored to have you here because we've got some big things going
1: on that uh, we're here to talk about.
0: You've got yourself a title fight.
1: Yes, I have a title fight at 165. That's 165 pounds. It's for Triton fights. This uh, this promotion's been real nice to me, you know. Actually, I learned about this promotion from an old coworker, David, and you know he seen that you know I was pretty dedicated to my craft. I hey, you know what, let me uh, point you in the right direction. Let me give you this guy's number. And onward, you know, I, uh, I got in contact with those guys, and, you know, they saw interest, and they booked me a fight, and it's been upward from there.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've been able to see it firsthand. Before I've seen you in the ring, you know, I knew you as a, as a trainer. Right. Um, in uh, one of my old gyms. Oh, but, when, you know, what I want to do for our listeners today is kind of take them take back a step. And um, you know, I wanna kinda introduce Alex Brown, uh, in, in terms of, you know, the journey that got you this far, right? And that's right. what that healthy grind is all about. So you're here because you represent this right here, all right? That hammer, the hard work, all right, and you eat up your opponents. Yes, sir. So take me back to kinda where um, you know, let's say early childhood where, you know, fitness became a thing for you.
1: Uh, let's see. In junior high school, I did a lot of sports. I played basketball. I played... I did wrestling. So I was always around athletics. Mm. So uh, from there, you know, I always knew how to keep my body in shape. And once I got into high school, I started paying attention more to, uh, you know, just body mechanics, you know. How, how can I improve here? How can I improve there? Onward from there, I... uh Somebody told me, "Hey, man, you should definitely get into like personal training because you have a lot of knowledge right now." So sure. well, It was pretty mediocre at the time, but like, well, you know what? Let me let me give it a try, and uh, that's when I, I jumped into the Body King, you know, the Body King Studio, and uh, from there, you know, I had the opportunity to learn from different different trainers as well as the the clients there. You know, you learn something, you learn something new every day, and um, you know, I'm I'm just climbing the success ladder as far as nutrition goes and my personal goals as well. So we're we're just I'm just taking it step by step and uh it's looking good. It's looking good. Sure, sure. So um
0: well tell tell me a little bit about your competitive spirit because you know you decided to go into mixed martial arts. Right. Which is the ultimate competitive field where right. it's one on one and you're in a cage for nine minutes, fighting to the potential death. Essentially, that's you get you get hit the wrong way, you could die in the ring. That's very true. You know, so that's a, it's as real as it gets. So,
1: you know, where where did you where where did that come from? Man, uh, the well, it's a it's a primal feeling. It just it's either flight or fight. That's mm-hmm. that's where I see it: mm-hmm. fight or flight. So uh, you know basically just picking up motivations here and there, you know, watching a couple of UFC fights and remember, I had a background in wrestling as well yeah. in junior high school so it was almost inevitable that I'll switch over to MMA but, um, you know, watching Anderson Silva for one example. Mm-hmm. The guy is spectacular. Even when I was young, I, I used to hear my dad always speaking about him. Hey, you seen Anderson Silva? Da, da, da. Mm. You know, or um McGregor. You know, McGregor was one of the big influences for me for the from transitioning over from personal training or any other sport into MMA. And um, I don't know, it was just fuel every day, every day. Like, you'll you'll see something, you're like, you know what, I can can probably do that. Maybe I don't want to be a fan. Maybe I want to participate, you know. So I was just, like, pushing the boundaries of seeing how far I can go.
0: Sure. Now, you mentioned your dad. Um, You know, is he somebody that had, like, a big influence on your –
1: Like athletics, uh, I mean, you mentioned he's into into fighting. Yeah, my dad was into fighting, but he had no type of athletic background. Mm. He was more like a solitude type of chess player type of guy. Okay. You know.
0: Okay. You know, I I have a similar story because my dad is uh is not really a fitness guy. He's uh more of a manual labor guy. Same here. Um, and and, you know, it's it's one of the big reasons why I did get into fitness because uh you know in a lot of ways I'm the opposite of him. Uh, but then, you know, we also have some of those qualities where uh, you know, obviously I'm his son. Yeah, for sure. Um so and it sounds like that might be something similar in in, uh, in your scenario. So,
1: um
0: did you grow up in Brooklyn?
1: Uh, yeah, I uh all twenty four years I've grown okay. up in Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn's been real nice to me. It's home, it, it will always be home, but I know eventually, you know, I gotta branch out, I gotta see the world, you know, I can't just be stuck in the in a concrete jungle all day, mm-hmm. you know. Even coming out to Long Island, it's like a breath of fresh air. You can see the trees. You you see things that you don't normally see in Brooklyn. Sure, sure. It's a different feeling. So, you know.
0: Well, um, you know, I bring up Brooklyn because that's where you're fighting out of. Correct. Um, And obviously, it's it's where you represent. It's home to you.
1: And so tell me a little bit about the fight camp in Brooklyn and what's going on in there. Uh, The fight camp in Brooklyn is all original. You know, it started out. Actually, what happened, we had a gym and we kind of we kind of had like a little bit of a fallout in a sense okay so we were like you know what let's let's start our own thing and let's see where we build out from here we we opened a gym and you know it took a lot of work it took a lot of commitment for everybody we uh we decided hey let's start a fight team and i was basically the the test dummy you know okay so very interesting yeah we started we started taking my first MMA fight was in 2017. We didn't know what we were doing, you mm-hmm. know? We're, we, we all have different backgrounds and stuff. So we like, let's just merge it together, see what we, we get, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, kinda like the pop-up girls, you know? You just mix up sugar spice okay. and everything nice and just and see what you get. And uh, we, we started taking fights and we started getting successful at it, you mm-hmm. know? We started winning in pretty good fashion. People started taking notice and, um, it was a matter of time to we all sat down and decided, hey, you know what, let's put 100% into this because we know that the reward is going to be a lot bigger down the line. Eight years from now, five years, it doesn't matter. You sure. Know? Um, I, I wouldn't trade those guys for nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. People are big into loyalty, and those guys, like, I wouldn't have I, – I mean, I would have other people in my corner, but I feel like those guys know me the best, you know, and they could speak to me in Spanish, and I will still know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's perfect, man. Those guys, they they've been they've been there for me when I lost my first fight. They've been there for me when I won all five of my fights. So it's it's a good feeling knowing that you started from the ground up with people that live in your neighborhood as yeah.
0: well. Yeah, you know. absolutely. And um, you know, it, it's you know, it sounds like a, a true success story where you guys literally got uh, or you guys literally left. One facility, Correct. started your own thing, and then just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it." It's growing, man. It's growing. you can open, and now you guys got wins under your belt. Yeah. Um, and right now you're on your you're in your third year. Right. With uh, at, you know, at that amateur MMA level. Correct. So, what would you say, you know, in those three years, fighting on the amateur
1: level, what wh- what would you say is like the the biggest thing that you've learned in the whole process? Uh, patience. You have to have patience because fights fall out all the time. And I used to. Uh, and you the mean, game, they get canceled. Yeah, the fights get yeah. canceled all People the time. People bitch out when they hear they got to fight you. Is that <laughs> uh, well, you know, I was always so anxious to get a fight, obviously because you win. But in a fight game, you have to be on fire all the time. Yeah. Once, you, once you're, you're, your 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 fire is a little low, that's the opportunity for the opponent to attack and you're done. Mm. You know, so. You know you just gotta keep that fuel, keep that fuel going, you know, fan it a little bit, fan that flame, yeah, absolutely absolutely yes so sir. what would you
0: say are, are some things that that keep that flame going besides just
1: the fight card uh you know what what gets you fired up? I tell you what what gets me fired up is obviously seeing the people who support me in the crowd smiling, you know mm. I never want to go to a fight have a performance and let people down on my performance, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I win, no problem, but I want to I want you to be like, "Whoa," like "Wow," like you did that, you know? Like Yeah, yeah. Like we were just at the store eating breakfast, you know. You know, this guy's performing at night doing, yeah. you know, he's
0: putting on a show. He's putting, putting on, on a, a fight show, show, you know. That's why you're in the ring under the
1: big lights. Yeah. With thousands of people there watching you. So it's definitely, you know, friends, you know, coworkers, I try to keep them you know, satisfied in a crowd because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I am an entertainer as well. Mm-hmm. And my family, family is big, big. You know, I I want to make sure. Hey, if I'm putting 100 percent into this fighting game, let me find a way to, you know, grow my worth, mm-hmm. my net worth. Sure. Uh, passive income. I mm-hmm. want that. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able not to work a nine to five job where I could just sit at home and just have things flowing towards me. You know, I I want to want to keep climbing that success ladder yeah that, that's basically what it is you know I want to make sure that I'm secured sure you know make sure my family's secure if anything I'd rather have them buy them a house and just you know go somewhere else or just keep fighting you know
0: yeah well it uh, sounds like we're gonna have to find a space for you here in <laughs> space 226, because that's what we all do you yes know we sir. all uh, are away from the nine to five and we and we live through our passions but uh, I want to go back to what you said about your family and, 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 you know, living in the, the fight world, I'm sure you're not making a lot of money. No. Are you making Are you making a couple thousand I tell you when what, you win a fight? For amateurs? A couple hundred <laughs> or like 50 bucks?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't fight for 50 bucks. Yeah, no. yeah. But as far as amateurs go, mm-hmm. amateurs make their commission off of ticket sales. So whatever you make for ticket sales, I think 10, 10% or 20%, that goes back to you. So if I sell maybe 30 tickets, probably 10% comes back to me. Okay. And uh the rest the uh, promotion keys for the venue, sure, anything sure. that they need to pay for. Yeah. But uh I say, you know, around two hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars. That's more likely in your pocket, you know. Okay. Gas money, any bills that you need to pay. I've paid bills with mm-hmm. my uh with my ticket sale money, you know, just in case times are hard, hey, you know what? I'll take this fight just to pay my my, my phone bill. Yeah. You know? Sometimes Stop right there. Buy some tickets. Support this man. Buy some tickets. It's not an easy
0: lifestyle, <laughs> but he's doing what he loves. Um, And we'll plug them. We'll plug. uh, We'll give you all the links to where you can buy them. So yeah. um, And then uh, you know, how does that work with um, you know? Obviously, you're you're on the path to you know, continually uh, growing your education in training, right? So I'm sure that's uh, also a big investment in terms of money and time. So you know, you got you got to work doing other stuff
1: too, right? To make money, to make ends meet. Yeah. So obviously, you know, you still have, first let me explain how my day goes. I wake Mm. up at 5.30 a.m., I'm at work by 7 o'clock, I get out at 4 o'clock, I drive home an hour, I rest for maybe 30 minutes to be at practice for either 6.30 or 7 p.m. I stress that out to maybe 10 p.m. to reset and do the same thing all over again. So it's more of a, you know, a routine, Mm. but... You, you gotta you gotta put in time you have to sure. you have to do it or it's not going to work mm-hmm. you know somebody going to find a weakness in you you know mm-hmm. whether that's your your dedication to the sport or if you're just not that good you know right right yeah and i think
0: that's I, I think that's hard for a lot of fighters too because you know they don't have that option of just especially in new york and in yeah. brooklyn you can't just sit on your ass and and you know stay in the dojo all day like you, you you know you gotta pay bills you gotta eat yeah. you, you know you got you got responsibilities so uh, you know and then then you gotta go into the gym and
1: and give it your all right and that's that's the the hardest part you know it's so much stress on the body I could tell you how many injuries I've had and you just gotta tell me where, where, I mean what's what's some of the uh, actually instance, you know what maybe we shouldn't tell huh? we, should, we shouldn't <laughs> let this out because
0: if if this gets to
1: our nah, our okay. opponent. <laughs> It's okay. We've been having spectacular yeah. first round so far, so let's try to keep that streak going. Mm-hmm. But uh, injuries, ankle, knees, uh, my hand recently. You know, I never thought I would have a hand injury from fighting, but not it's not from real. punching somebody in the skull. R- no, nah, not from punching. No, was, it was actually everybody gets hurt from wrestling. Mm. Everyone, yeah. everyone. I don't know what it is about it, but the the first wrestling practice I had, I posted wrong, and the guy fell on me, and it was end of story. You know, but nothing, nothing was broken, so I'm grateful for that. And um, as far as training goes, with you know, branching out, trying to find extra work, boxers, any any guys that's good on the ground. You know, if you invite me to train with you, the goal is to beat you down to get you better. Sure. So, but sure. you know, if but it's like a kind of you got you got touchy meet, touchy area. Yeah, you gotta meet that median. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta you guys have got to have a good understanding. You gotta know. Who who to pick in your camp. Yeah, just yeah, to and make then you sure. don't want to
0: show all your moves, you know?
1: That's true, that's true. In a way, you yeah. know, especially
0: if it, if it is going to be a, a
1: potential opponent down the road, right. you know, sometimes it's good. And that's they don't really know your secret sauce. Yeah, that's happened know? actually, you know? It's it's crazy. You know, you ask somebody um, for striking lessons, but you don't know that you're fighting his teammate, mm. you know? Yeah. And yeah. then you're wondering why you're on scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. But it is what it is. Yeah.
0: So so, you know, you've been through some some injuries. Right. Uh, it just it comes with the territory, as yeah. you said. What are what are some ways that you recover from that? Because that's a big part of you know your line of work. Right. And uh, I think in in you know even general population people exercising, you know they constrain themselves doing a lot of things. Yeah. But um, you obviously you're you know <laughs> you're in a lot, you know, uh, a, a much more intense uh, type of. Uh, Field in terms of working out and exercise and training your body, um, what are some things that you kind of do to help your body out?
1: Well, at first I was doing you know just a regular the rice method just to see how mm-hmm. that worked. But once I've seen the severity of the injuries, so like something something has to change. Either my training has to change or my my way of preventing these things. Sure, sure. So after training, you know I I wouldn't stretch. I wouldn't do anything. That needs to be recovered so I decided to give you know cryotherapy a try I've tried acupuncture mm-hmm. uh, um, I used to get private uh, massages for my bag for my hamstring I tried sure. cupping at okay. one point okay. cupping was cool it was just uh, it's just the feeling of it it's a little bit a little bit awkward uh-huh. so it I, looks awkward on yeah it looks yeah. awkward you yeah. see a whole bunch of circles all over you yeah. and stuff but uh I feel like the best method for me lately has mm-hmm. been cryotherapy, and really? that, yeah, cryotherapy is. Uh, Why. I feel like it it kind of shortens your your injury your injury span. Mm-hmm. You know the injury's still there, maybe lingering, but from the time where if you didn't go into cryotherapy, from the time that you did, you'll see the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a again my hand injury, my hand was hurt really bad in the month of March and I didn't do cryotherapy till May. And once I did cryotherapy, honestly, I feel a lot better. It's almost as if I, I didn't have the injury at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta you know, put your foot in the door, give it a try, see how you feel. Sure. It's, it's supposed to mimic the, the ice bath. Right, you know, exactly, you jump in the, yeah. the tub the ice bath, or the ice in there. But just exponentiate it a little bit. Yeah, because with the ice bath, I feel like you can only get the degrees down to maybe, what, 30 30 or 25 degrees. right. Cryotherapy has found a way to bring it down to negative 250. I've been in there only at negative 240 because it gets really cold. Yeah. How long are you in there for? You're in there for about three minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, three minutes exact. And they pull you out. But within those three minutes, they give you, like, five or six or I think maybe, yeah, I think five cold blasts. And with each of those cold blasts, the temperature drops again. Yeah, you know your head will stay straight, but secretly in the chamber, your body is shivering. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're insanely cold. There, you only have your your boxers on, or if you're a girl, you know you have your, your top and your bottoms on. And uh, it, it's a it's quite the feeling, you know. It's real futuristic, but I feel like that's that's the age that we're in right now. That's that's where medicine's going. Mm. You know, this is this is where it's at. Cryotherapy. I recommend it for anybody. I recommend I, I recommended my mom as well, and she like no way yeah. I'm getting in there <laughs> negative two what yeah <laughs> had it work well for her she didn't go she didn't oh, go, go yeah okay. I'm, I'm gonna get her in there okay. I'm gonna get her in there because you know she, she got also back pain yeah she has back pain knee pain. pain you know, okay. pain, you know okay. as as we all age yeah, it yeah. happens but uh, it's definitely I recommend it for anyone just try it once try mm-hmm. it once if you don't like it you know it's other methods that that can help you as well. But uh, cryotherapy is definitely something that works for me. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's a good point too. Is you know you got to try it for yourself and yep. see how it
0: works for you, and, uh, and you know in w- in whatever you know capacity right. uh, you may need it. Um So here we go. This is this is I think the um, the part everybody's kind of waiting for. Let's We're going to talk it. about Ryan Garina. Let's do it. Who, as I understand, he's uh, the
1: Triton fights triple champ right now undefeated. So and this is your opponent. Yeah, so Ryan Jarena It's funny. I actually met Ryan Jarena doing a seminar. I was traveling to St. James for cross training actually I was with another black belt his name was Johnny Tama mm-hmm. and we Went to this school called Vamo's BJJ under Alexander Vamo's mm-hmm. and uh know it was cool i met ryan there we were doing jujitsu. he was a purple belt at the time he's a brown belt now Mm -hmm. and in the back of my mind i was like i'm gonna meet this guy again i don't know how i knew it i had a a feeling like i'm gonna meet this guy again you know and you know once i started doing mma i'm like i'm gonna meet this guy again somehow you know like i started I started taking, like, my old photos and maybe – it sounds crazy, but I started, like, cropping photos of saying, how would this look like in, like, a matchup or something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can bring that into reality. Yeah. You know, I just got to put in my work. And uh, Ryan, at the time, he was a three-way champ, 165, 170, and 175. I believe he vacated his 175 belt. So he's the 170, 165 right. pound champion. And
0: you'll be fighting at 165.
1: So we're going to be fighting for his junior welterweight title. And that's going to be August 2nd, Friday at the Space for mm-hmm. trying fights. And um, I'm ready to get after it. You know, I don't think he knows, he doesn't know the animal that he's getting into. And <laughs> it's, it's going to be quite the show. I am the main event for that show. And I. I'm looking forward to walking home with a nice red and gold belt. <laughs> I think you're ready, man. I think you're ready. I want to read you. a quote. Let's do
0: it. Um that came from him.
1: <laughs>
0: this is this is a Ryan Garina quote. i know exactly what you are talking about. <laughs> directed at you.
1: Definitely. Recently. First off,
0: I think his MMA record is 7 and 0. Yeah. But he recently posted that he's 8 and 0. Right. Number 1, I will put this man away. And I'm paraphrasing that, you're entering his lane and nothing's going to stop him. How does that make you feel?
1: I don't care who he beat and who he won against. It doesn't matter to me. He has to fight me. He has to worry about my skills. That's why he's posting stuff like that. You're going to take me out? Cool, no problem. He, Ryan Jarena has been to every one of my fights at Triumph Fights. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's uh, we're, we're cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're, you know. Are you guys
0: friends? Are you guys going to like Draw blood. What are we going to see? It's here? inevitable. I what have are we going to gonna see? This is a title fight.
1: You're going to see the best Alex Brown. I can guarantee that. Mm-hmm. You know, again, um, I really don't, he doesn't bother me. He really doesn't bother me. I feel like my team has prepared me the right way to finish him because this isn't going to a decision. This isn't a fight that goes to a decision. I have to finish him. Mm. The way I finish him, anyway, anywhere I want, that's mm-hmm. the way I see it. Um. Yeah You know he I've seen his last performance I was there personally And there's nothing that I can't stop I feel like he has a lot to worry about I have a lot of weapons And I'm ready to let it all loose on him And he's done If you have one piece
0: of advice To give Ryan Garina Before your title fight Look into that camera
1: right there and tell him what he needs to hear. I'll tell you what you need to hear. You should have never accepted a fight, to be honest. And come August 2nd, we will throw down. We'll shake hands after. We'll shake hands after. We'll have a drink. But you have to be beat, and I have to take your belt, and I have to bring it back to Brooklyn for my team. Like you said, the only way to accomplish your dream is to kill his, and I'm going to kill yours.
0: Brooklyn in the house. (laughs) That's right. Alex Brown fighting with the Killer Bees. Yes, sir.
1: Killer Bees, actually, I
0: have yeah, some Killer yeah, Bees merchandise. Yeah, yeah, put that remember. hat on, man. Put that hat yeah. on for a second. That represent. That where
1: you guys remember the, the colors, black and gold. Killer Bees, you know.
0: man. He's about to get one hell of a beast thing.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gold looks good on black, just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you're right, man. You're right. Yeah. So Alex, how can
1: everybody keep in touch with you, follow your journey? You can follow me at alexbrownmma. On Instagram, Uh, I post often. You can always contact me there, DM me, comment on my pictures if you want tickets. uh, I can provide you with where to go as far as that goes. You get the link in the bio. Yes, link in bio. so, So tickets are in the in in your link. Yes, sir. At Alex Brown MMA. Alex Brown MMA, no underscore. It's simple, you know. Cool. Awesome. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a really good show. It's five title fights that night, so we're looking to really make a statement. Well, I'm looking to make a statement. You know, it's it's me, it's my show. You know, it's not Ryan Jarina's show. It's my show. People are there for me. I'm the. He has to defend his belt. I'm chasing the belt. I want the belt. You know what they say about the the wolf on the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's that type. Get of story. him, boy. It's that type of story. You're going there. You know, there. it's crazy, and I feel like Brooklyn needs another champion. We haven't had another champion since. Mike Tyson think about a dominant champion at that yeah you know Chris Weidman uh, he's out here in Long Island as well but his run his run was cool but it's time f- it's time for somebody new to step up time for Brooklyn It's time for Brooklyn I don't know I don't know how long it's gonna take me to get up to the big show but when I get up there I'm definitely gonna make a statement and whether I fight for the boat or win the boat it's for my taking
0: that's right you heard it here on the healthy grind Yes sir. Make sure you subscribe, like, share your comments, give me all the feedback. Please support this man. As you heard it, he's fighting for his life, fighting for the belt, uh, representing Brooklyn. Alex, thank you so much, my thank man. You, Steve. I appreciate all it. Right? Yes, Can't sir. wait to see what happens oh, yeah. Friday, August 2nd at the Space in Westbury. This is the Healthy Grind, ladies and gentlemen. Till next time.
1: Pow. Yes sir. Boom.
0: Damn, I'm hyped, man. I'm gonna go fight somebody (laughs) right now.
1: That was cool. Yeah. That was cool.